Welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice, where me, your host, Pastor David, helps you to use your voice for God's glory to speak up and speak out. Hey, hello everybody out there. I know it's been a while since I recorded an episode, but we've been uh, moving from Colorado Springs, Colorado to here in Corpus Christi to plant and start a church. And just to let all of you out there know that Restoring Restored to Life Church is open here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Head on over to our Facebook page to check it out. That's Restored to Life on Facebook. And all the information you need to know is there. All right. So, you know, it's been a while. I think a month or a little bit more since. So, this is going to be considered episode one of season three today on... Uh, November 1st, 2021. And in this season, I'm going to address false doctrine, misconceptions, uh, false theology uh, in the church because it's gotten us into a lot of trouble, right? Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, People don't take, you know, it seriously that Halloween is a demonic holiday, for instance. Why? Because the church doesn't put emphasis on being against the demonic and and sat- satanic stuff the rest of the year only you know real big emphasis is put on one day of the year that's an example another example um is the prosperity gospel which i plan to uh debunk uh hopefully in this episode starting because why the prosperity gospel teaches that you know what if you come to god he's going to be your sugar daddy he's going to give you money fame fortune and everything is going to be okay and life is going to be easy street but that is not what the Bible says, all right? The words of Jesus say otherwise. And by the way, uh, you can try to, you know, take scripture and treat it like putty and shape it into whatever you want. But at the end of the day, scripture is scripture. It's solid. It's a solid foundation. It has never changed. It will never change. So, for instance, what do I mean by that? I mean, you'd be like, brother, I thought when I come to Christ, everything's going to be so much better. Uh, no, in fact, uh, life doesn't get any easier, but hey, at least we have Jesus and we have a hope. And so in John 16:33, Jesus says these words, and I'm reading from the MEV. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. So he says in the, in the world, which is where we're living at right now, if you're listening to this and you're breathing, you're living here, you will have tribulation. That is a promise. That is a fact. But he says to, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Well, instead, the, these false teachers and preachers and such that teach this prosperity gospel uh, rubbish and nonsense, and I'm trying to be nice with my words here, by the way, uh, tell us otherwise. All right, don't, you know, and then and then uh, they guilt us. Oh, well, you know, something bad happened. Well, it must be your fault. You did something wrong. You spoke the wrong thing. Uh, uh, you, you, you talked about how you were sick, and that's why you're sicker, and that's why you got cancer. I mean, this is... This is not even scratching the surface of what they talk about. But truly, here the Bible says otherwise. After all, we must filter everything through Scripture. That's why I always say, and that's why I also do these podcasts to help you out. You will have tribulation. So tribulation or trouble is a normal part of life. Okay, it is not abnormal. It is not always our fault when it comes our way. Yes, at times you can be our own worst enemy. However, that is not 100% of the time. It's normal. I've said it um, uh, since I've been uh, preaching lately, and I'll say it again. 
and oh by the way you can you know head over to my youtube channel davis c mcguire to, to catch these sermons uh, so there you go there's a plug-in for my youtube channel david c mcguire on youtube i've been saying that when we become a christian when we become a born-again believer when we come to jesus we have a giant target painted on our back and we know elsewhere in the bible that scripture teaches us that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour okay that as well is a promise it is true it is a fact okay so warfare spiritual warfare is a normal part of our life believe me i'll get in, i'm going to give you some examples i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm better than anybody else but god has called me he called me to be a pastor right? he called me to be an apostle but you know just trying to get this house you know i swear the enemy tried everything in the, in the kitchen sink against us and especially since last month was october it's like the month for satanic and demonic activity and such um i you know without trying to give you a lengthy explanation but we came down here and we waited a month to get into this house okay why because i believe that the devil did not want us to plant this church but here we are nonetheless and that's normal all right i didn't cry and say what did we do wrong oh life is so hard but see if we don't know this we'll walk away from jesus hmm. ah, water break uh, anyway we'll walk away from jesus or at the very worst suicide I believe a lot of the suicides that happen, and and they are very a very very unfortunate event when it happens. I mean, believe me, I I got firsthand experience dealing with this kind of thing. I had to deal with it as a leader in the army and such. And I believe that a lot of these things that happen is because people don't realize that trouble and tribulation is a normal part of life. Okay, it is not abnormal. It is not exception. It is the rule. I mean, think about this, right? If Jesus himself, while walking this earth for three years, throughout the entire three years, all right, it was not sunshine and roses, had to suffer tribulation and trouble all the way up to the cross, why do we think that we are somehow exempt from it? Nowhere in the Bible does it say that we are exempt from it. Okay, we're supposed to be Christ-like in every way. We're supposed to take up our crosses daily and follow after Jesus. Okay, that means, yep, yep, with all the suffering, yep true health problems absolutely true there's no one in the bible that says we will walk in perfect health all the days of our life okay why god doesn't heal i don't know but you know what bottom line is we don't know why everything happens until we get to heaven some things we may know other things we, we will never know and that's a guarantee until we get to heaven right the bible also says paul writes this in first uh, corinthians 13 we only understand and know in part anyways so we're not going to have a perfect explanation. Okay, I was in the army for 20 years. Okay, I did three deployments to Iraq. I lost, I lost a lot of friends, brothers in arms in Iraq during that time. Why they died? Why they were the ones? Why why somebody else didn't do it? Why why wasn't I? I have no explanation for it. I have zero explanation for it. I'm not even going to try to come up with one except to say that it, we live in a broken world. We live in a world where sinful people um, are abounding you know and, and it's always the, the case so that's nothing new that sinful people will always abound far more than the saints okay and by the way god is a god of quality over quantity and that's a another episode but we, we have to realize this because when trouble hits when life hits us hard all right and we're not prepared for it then then we have no resilience okay 
we have no resilience because we have not prepared ourselves ahead of time. We, we've looked through things with rose-colored glasses. We've listened to the false teachers. We have not studied scripture. Okay, we um, sometimes even become selfish. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. We, we become very selfish people. And, you know, we want things our way and we don't get our way. We, we throw a tantrum. Why do I don't have a big house? Why don't I have Versace suits or, or something like that? And, and we get into this. And so when life does hit us hard, when we lose a loved one unexpectedly, and it will happen at times, it, it, I just, just letting you know that. I mean, I've had dear friends of mine who, who lost uh, their child, their son. Okay, why that happened, I have no explanation for it. But I do know that he's with Jesus Christ. See, that's what we have to focus on. He, you know, not only did Jesus say that in this world you will, will have tribulation, but then he says, but, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So, obviously, we can have cheer and joy, even though, even in the midst of the most fiery trials and the most fiery tribulation okay we are able to have good cheer will we always get it right absolutely not we will get, get through it perfectly no but we will be resilient okay we will come back okay we will not be kept down we will be like the bible says that though the righteous may fall he will get up 10 times something like that in proverbs okay don't don't, don't ding me i didn't get it perfectly but i want to let you know this okay suffering is normal or right, we don't get a jail, get out of jail free card for suffering. Let's let's think about this. Let's lay out. Let me lay out the facts about some of the things that Jesus went through. And we don't know everything, but let's see. He went to his hometown, right? They hated him. They loathed him, right? They wanted to chuck him off a cliff. Could you not? There were other places he went to, and they they were ready to stone him to death right then and there. Okay. Um, he he was tired often. He was exhausted. Often, I mean, he said that the Son of Man has no place to, to lay his head, okay? He was tired. I mean, the dude was so tired, he fell asleep in the boat going across. And we know that, right? Then the disciples had to wake him up. I mean, the dude was clearly fell asleep, not because everything was, was sunshine and roses. No, he fell asleep, okay? Um, he was often hungry and thirsty and tired. Think about it. They didn't travel by cars, okay? They didn't travel by cart most of the time. They walked. Mainly, that's a lot of walking. And then, of course, we have the whole uh, experience um, of the crucifixion. And then, you know, he got scourged. He he was beaten. He was mocked and, and so on and so forth. And then we, we see later on where Paul explains what he went through. Okay, the, the different times he was beaten, the different times he was scourged, uh, thrown in prison. The dude was even stoned to death, but God raised him up from the dead. And, you know, he didn't run away and go hide in a cave. No, he went and right back into the city to preach some more. All right. That is that is the shining example of, of what a believer sold out for Jesus can do with God. With God, all things are possible. Amen. I didn't say all things are sunshine and roses, but all things are possible. He will give us the strength to get through. He will give us what we need to endure if we do what the Bible tells us to do. And that's an if, because many choose not to. If we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, because we can do one of two things in, in situations like that. We can focus on the problems, right? Then we sink into a depression. We can, we, we can become uh, angry, uh, bitter, and, and live like that, right? We can We can focus on that. We can focus on perhaps the church hurt, right? Church hurt happens. All right, you, you come to a church, the leadership does crazy, whatever. May, maybe they're totalitarians. Uh, maybe they're very controlling. Maybe 
maybe it's the opposite. They don't even care about you, right? They, they don't even know you exist, you know? Well, we can focus on that. Then we, you know, are not part of a body anymore, right? We're not part of a local body anymore. We're, we're loners and we're going to do damage to the body of Christ. See, this, this stuff leads to a lot, a lot of things, all right? A lot of things and will lead us farther away from Jesus than we ever want to go. But the Bible says to keep our eyes focused on the author and finisher of our faith. Okay? Remember that. That's what the Bible tells us to do. So we can either focus on the problems, we can focus on the tribulation, or we can focus on Jesus and be of good cheer. It's your choice. We all have a choice to play. We, we can't say, well, the devil made me do it. The devil is, you know, we'd love to do that. We, we give Satan more credibility than he rightly deserves, right? We give him credibility when bad things happen automatically. When, wait a minute, didn't the Bible just say that that's part of life? That's normal? We will have it? It's not always the devil. Car breaks down. Oh, no. I must be cursed. Oh, no. Uh, whatever. No. It's a part of life. But we are to realize that Jesus is the one who overcame came the world. Okay, he did it. Okay, that was, and by the way, that was before he went to the cross. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That was even before he went to the cross. So you need to realize that. All right, you need to get battle ready, soldier. Battle ready. All right, that's right. If you're a born again believer, and that's what you consider yourself, then you have signed up to be a soldier in the army of Jesus. No doubt in my mind about that. That's what the Bible says. Bible calls us soldiers. All right, Paul writes that. He uses that terminology. Amen. We got to realize that we signed up for battle, and battle is always intense. Battle is always intense. Will there be lulls in between the battles? Uh, yes, there is. However, that being said, battle is normal. All right, the devil and and, and his demons will definitely fight you tooth and nail to keep you from your destiny. True, but people will try to do that to you too. Right? If Jesus was betrayed by people, Judas as a shining example, Peter as another example, then then it happens. All right? People are people. People are people. It's going to happen. But what are you going to do? Are you going to stay in there? Are you going to become miserable? Are you going to distance yourself from people? Are you going to disobey the Bible by, by not being in unity? What are you going to do when that happens? With that, we'll take a very short break. All right, welcome back to uh, episode one of season three of Restoring Your Voice podcast. So, talking about today that trouble and tribulation is a normal part of life. And there are very, various reasons for it. I mean, there are reasons that uh, we live in a broken and sinful world. Okay? And I believe that's one reason people are born in, in certain ways. Is so we are just born, we are born into and conceived in a sinful and broken world. All right, it's nobody's fault most of it, a lot of times. Say, for instance, you have a child that's born with Down syndrome or something like that. Okay, is it your fault? Uh, no. We simply live in a broken, sinful world. And, and these are the things that happen. Well, why didn't God? You know, let me just stop you there. Okay, as soon as you say, why didn't God? Okay, you have now usurped God's authority in your life. And that you dare to question the sovereign Lord of all. He, let's just let's just put that on the table. God is sovereign and in control. Okay, not he. He doesn't make everything happen. Not everything happens is His will, but He is King on the throne. He is King on the throne, people. 
All right, it's time we realize that and we bowed the knee to him. We said, you know what, Lord? You know, I, you know, I know this happened or that happened. But you're still on the throne. And you understand everybody. And let me, let me give you some words of comfort. Okay, the Bible also tells us that Jesus was tempted in all ways. That means every single way possible he was tempted. So, you know, tempted by um, naked women. Yep. Tempted to lust. Absolutely. Uh, tempted to uh, lose his cool. Right. And, and many other things. Um. In fact, I don't know how the dude didn't lose his cool. Honestly, if I was him, I probably would have lost it. But, you know, but it, but the bottom line is that the Bible says that he didn't sin once, though he was tempted. So let me comfort you in that, that he knows every temptation that you experience, he experienced. In fact, every temptation you experience, not only has he experienced it, but he experienced even more, even more. So I want, I want to comfort you with that. I want you to realize that. Jesus knows, okay? The Bible says that we have a high priest who understands. Who understands. You got to realize that. And and I hope that comforts you today. I hope that does. You know, I hope you realize that. You know what? Just because you say, for instance, man, I don't feel so good. You're not cursing yourself. Okay? Let me just bunk that too real quick. I'll get into that in another episode. But let me just briefly say that... A born-again believer cannot be cursed. Let me just say that right now. Okay? Let me just, let me just, just, I hope that lifts the heavy load off somebody out there listening to this. I, I really pray that it does. Okay? You need to realize that. And so I pray that that does give you comfort. So we have to realize that. Because when, when we don't realize that, man, you know, that sometimes we feel like we're by ourselves. But we then we can realize and, and take a pause. When that, when you think that, take about a six-second pause. Then you're going to focus on Jesus again. Focus on him, the author and finisher, who, who, who knew everything he went through. And went through way worse than the majority of people ever will ever go through. Okay, being scourged, carrying his own cross, hung naked on, on the cross, crucifixion, bleeding to death. All right, we got to realize this. We, we, you know what? Now I said some words of comfort. Let me say this: It's time to man up. Man up. Quit whining and crying when things don't go your way. Quit whining and crying when bad things happen. All right, I'm not talking about grief. Grief is a normal process. I'm talking about having a pity party for yourself because you didn't get your way. Because this and that didn't happen. I just told you I went through a whole month of that happening. We were stuck in the hotel, uh, you know, for a whole month, right? And it was not easy, and it was difficult, and there's a lot that goes into that. But I'm out here having a pity party for myself. Woe is me. God must hate me. Oh, I'm cursed. No, man up. Man up and get back in the fight. Put on the armor of God. Take up that shield of faith. Whip out the sword of the spirit and go to war. Get in the fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Yes, it is a fight. A fight is not easy. And there will be casualties in a fight. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. But that doesn't mean that, that we get the option of sitting out. Let me tell you what. You're either in the fight or you're out of the fight. There's, there's no fence sitting. There's no in between. In or out. That's it. Light and dark. Blessings and cursing. Life and death. 
All right, the dichotomies there. All right, life is a bunch of dichotomies. It's one big dichotomy. It, you know, you're either with Jesus or you're against Jesus. There's no in between. Well, I don't know, maybe. No, you're against him. Or you can be like, you know what? I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. And I'm going to give those demons, you know, a bruising. All right. I want hell to be so just afraid of Jesus in me. that when I set my feet on the ground in the morning, they start popping Advil's. We need to get that attitude. We need to be able to push on through the pain. We need to realize that Jesus can take us farther than we can do it by ourselves. All right. Jesus can take us farther farther than any person ever will okay any relationship on this earth jesus is the one who gives us the strength i can do all things through christ who gives me the strength to do so the joy of the lord is my strength if you don't get that joy if you don't get that in you then i'm telling you right now friends you have no strength you want to be a miserable person you know then that's on you but i'm telling you that that ain't true Christianity. All right, the, the world is a, is a horrible place. Sex trafficking going on around the world. Slavery today, and yet, and yet we are still commanded to go out, to go out and do kingdom business in the midst of this trouble and tribulation, and do it with joy. Do it with joy. Don't just. I'm sick of the excuses that Christians are making. And I'm sick of the whining and the crying. Okay, it's time to get in a fight, man. This, this is this is you, you know either you're in it to win it or you're not. We need to get in it to win it once again. And so I'm going to end with that. And so you know this will be um, kind of how season three is going to go. And I don't know exactly what subjects I'm going to you know hit up and and what sacred cows I'm going to roast. Um, I, because I, I get in trouble with myself and when I say this is what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to say whatever God has me to say, that's what I'm going to say. Okay, so I'm going to tell you that the messages that you hear on season three is going to be straight from the throne room messages. Not, not that I try to do anything on myself, but I'm just telling you the things I'm going to say, God is going to tell me to speak on first. I'm not going to say exactly what, but just know that they are going to be messages straight from the throne room of God. And with that, I say to you, be blessed, my friends out there. Make sure you share this podcast, please. If you're not subscribed, why not? Head on over to my YouTube channel, David C. McGuire. I'm going to put all the links in the, in the podcast description. All right. Head on to, over to our church Facebook page, Restore to Life. You can also follow me on Twitter if you so wish to. All right. Love y'all. God bless. So... That's it for this episode of Restoring Restoring Your Your Voice Voice. with your host, Pastor David, and saying God bless you. Get out there and be the kingdom.